Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. And welcome back to Rookie Fever. The results are in and... I am here as always with the one and only Feverish Fenero. The results are in. What results am I talking about, Feverish? Oh, hi. Hi, Fenero. What's up, Swags? I think you're talking about the annual Academy Award nominations that we uh, handed in last week where Twitter got their chance to voice their votes against, uh, I guess, our banter. We never really said what our votes were. I think we maybe maybe led on to what we were going to do, but. Yes, we, we, and some of them probably kind of know what we're going to do or, but I don't think we really did express our, our, uh, opinions much. There's a couple of these two that even when you're looking at to. the results across X Twitterverse, <laughs> you, you're kind of like, ah, and then some of them you're like, okay, I get it. And others you're like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. It was a tough one. A lot of these were tough for me, to be honest, because you're right. Between last show and this show, you and I had to make our decisions. I think we, we talked about the, the, the people we wanted off the list and maybe even a player or two that we wanted to add to the list. But we didn't really strongly talk about who we wanted. I think I have a good idea, and I think you might have a good idea who I'm going with as well. So where do you want to start? Well, we gave Puka the Rookie Wide Receiver of the Year. So we asked Twitter or X, who the runner-up was. And this is the one one of the ones I would be most curious about because there's there's probably two or not three out of this four that you can make a strong argument for. And the nominations were Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Rashi Rice, and Jaden Reed. And between you and me, Swags, I was actually uh, waffling back and forth between Addison and Rice. And that is what Twitter also said. Yeah. I agree with you, and it's a tough one because all of them, I mean, decent seasons. They all had w- what will look like very promising career rookie seasons. I don't know if we should mention them a little bit. So Jordan Addison, 70 receptions, 108 targets, 911 yards. Then Jaden Reed, 64, 90, uh, 94 targets, 793 yards, but he had 1,006 all-purpose yards. Some of those were on the ground, and then some of them um, on returns. And then Rasheed Rice, 79 receptions, 102 targets, 938 yards, and seven touchdowns. Jordan Addison, those 10 touchdowns kind of separates him a little bit. Yeah. And then Zay Flowers, who's still in the playoffs. Sure is. Well, as, as well as Rice. 77 receptions, 108 targets, 858 yards, and five touchdowns. Um, and all of them are like averaging like that 13.2 to 13.9 points. Yeah, so I was very similar. Say, fantasy. I was say, there's like 20 fantasy points separating the top guy from the bottom guy. So yep. it's tight in there. So it's kind of like, you know, how do you choose then, right? You can't go, you can't go and say, well, uh, remember we had Dave Wright on. He said, I, I love Jordan Addison, but like, just be careful with that touchdown 
you know, because you can't count on touchdowns. I remember, so I so I looked at Jordan Addison and I was like, oh, the touchdown. I still love the targets. If Jordan mm-hmm. Addison is earning that many targets with Jefferson, I'm just going with Jordan Addison as my vote. I'm not just going to reveal that now. Um, I kind of just feel like he's been there the whole time as well. He had a couple boom weeks that are bigger than anybody else's boom as well and been very consistent throughout the year. It was a tough choice. Like I said, I was between two players, Addison and Rashi Rice. And I remember a good half of the season where we didn't really see Rashi Rice do anything, where Jordan Addison didn't really have that on his resume. So I went with Jordan Addison on my vote. And Twitter did not agree. Twitter went Rashi Rice. So, Swags, we got a Rashi Rice and a Jordan Addison vote. Are you going to be the third vote to lean us one direction or the other? Or do you have someone else in mind? So the one thing I think about in that is, first of all, I do want Fenero to know that I agree with you. It's I think it's Jordan Addison, but I think the counter argument to that would be that with um, somebody like Rice, first of all, I think that he's going to be a little cheaper, but that's that has nothing to do with this conversation. I think you can see Kelsey going away before somebody like Justin Jefferson. And I think that that's one part that could kind of make me sway the rice part. I do think we see Kelsey for at least another season. Uh, And I mean, you can see like week 14 when Justin Jefferson comes back, you can see the Jordan Addison targets aren't as consistent Mm -hmm. as uh, Rasheed Rice. But Rasheed Rice did have his inconsistencies as well, like you mentioned. I, I think that happens with any wide receiver um outside of like the top top studs yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard to get those so i could see them wanting to go with the quarterback and the perceived like time as the wide receiver one versus jordan addison always sharing with justin jefferson but i think i'm still gonna go jordan addison here i think it's really close though i don't want to be like i'm going jordan addison and this is you know what i mean like i don't feel 100 percent comfortable picking one or the other but i'd be i'd I'd be stoked to have either you know what i mean right so absolutely i don't want to make it sound like in this when i'm picking jordan addison that i think it's a slam dunk or that people were crazy for voting for rice yeah and i think some of the rice stuff is is recency bias that we all have um and like you said rushy rice is in jordan addison is not so we get to continue to watch rushy rice and um I'm just looking backward instead of forward. You know, I'm not worried about Kelsey when I'm think, looking at the uh, Academy Awards. I'm not worried about Justin Jefferson. I saw every everyone play on the field this year, and I just felt like Jordan Addison was just a little more of a consistent play throughout the year, where Rasheed Rice just felt like a much more exciting player in the second half of the year, which is great. Like, that happens with wide receivers and running backs all the time in the rookie class. We, we cover this a lot. But, like, if I'm going to give an award to somebody, I'm going to give it to Jordan Addison, who, again, I feel was doing it from the beginning. Addison also did it with a backup quarterback for a good, good portion of the season. Good so. point. Good point. Very good point. I forgot about that. That's not a little thing. No. Rookie <laughs> versus Patrick Mahomes, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty unfair. <laughs> in actually. a division with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. With the division with the Detroit Lions. With the, yes. I mean, come on. Um, running backs, one of the running backs. Yeah. Running back of the year. This one, um, went on Twitter between two running backs, Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson went 
to the tilt to the Jameer Gibbs side. I actually um, went with Bijan. Um, and it was for the same reasons I just said with Jordan Addison. I went back, I looked at their their weeklies, and Bijan was giving you 22 points in week one. And you weren't getting that from Gibbs. They both have very comparable numbers. They both had fantastic years. Can't wait to watch Gibbs, hopefully in two more games, at least one more. And um, yeah, so I, I, I went the other direction. I went Bijan Robinson on this one simply again because of the consistency throughout the year. If you got to pick one, I think they're both great choices. I sort of agree with you, Fenero. But I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. <laughs> so I voted for Gibbs here. And it's I, because of something we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago is just how he's, he's touched the ball less. Yeah, it's more efficient. And yes. been much more efficient with his touches. I do agree. It took him a little bit longer to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to not have like Detroit Lions or recency bias in this. So I want to add this touch to it. I think Gibbs had the better season, but I I think Bijan is the dynasty asset I would prefer by a little bit still. I think that they're both in good situations. I think Dan Campbell's going to continue to run that ball, but I think that Gibbs is in a definite committee that is working well for both he and David Montgomery, whereas Bijan Robinson, I think it's more wheels up I, I don't think it could get much worse than it was for Drake London, Pitts, and Bijan moving forward in their careers. So um, he's the one I want in Dynasty. But even if it's a little bit, there again, just like we were talking about with um, Rice and Addison, like I don't scoff at anybody for their decision here, um, especially moving forward. But I am going to take Gibbs's season over Bijan's. Yeah, they're uh, to your efficiency points. They're they're about thirty carries apart, and Gibbs has thirty less, and they're only thirty yards apart. Yeah, and Gibbs has thirty less. So there is quite a bit of uh, efficiency over there. And then we got the touchdowns too. I mean, Gibbs with ten touchdowns mm-hmm. on the ground, late start or not. Like one could argue, late start. That's amazing to have t- ten touchdowns with a late start. Um, so yeah, dude, I don't fault you at all. Uh, I think we had consensus though with Jordan Addison and I don't know what we're going to do here. Do we, do I concede and say, you're right. We got to get, we well, got to go Gibbs here. I think that we, it would not be right for us to not weigh in with that 87%. Right. Um, I so agree. I think that, um, between me and Twitter, the, the consensus power to that vote i think we have to give it to gibbs <laughs> so yeah i agree with you. if that was a lot closer maybe we could debate it a little further but that was yeah. like a clear cut gibbs okay all right fair 87 percent to 13 yeah it's though. pretty I mean, up there it's, it's not... pretty up there i think i think half of that is disappointment more than anything because we're and recency bias a lot of lions and, and right bias now. of course oh there's a lot of lions fans right now i'm rooting for the lions go lions all right we got our rookie the lions back. are going to the super bowl Ooh, that's happening? Absolutely. All right, I'm for it. With Kansas City? That part's a little tougher for me to figure out. Okay. But. That's what I have right now. Yeah. Well, because they can't send the 49ers to the Super Bowl this year. Why? Well, it's simpler than you think, Fenero. <laughs> Do I have to figure it out or are you going to tell me? The, the NFL is really, the NFL is going to want Shanahan 
to play in the Super Bowl against the 49ers at some point really soon. And I don't think they're going to want to have the 49ers go to the Super Bowl two years in a row or like be that team that's there every other year. So I think that they'll save it Hmm. and that they'll try a little harder to get Detroit to the Super Bowl this year and the 49ers a little bit later against Shanahan, who's coming back, right? Yeah, I, and honestly, I don't know about all that. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of intrigue in 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 the in the in the, in the uh, story you weave just now. But what I will say is, I think we do need to look it's at this my Detroit. Narrative. No, we need to look at this Detroit team. Let's say they do make it and they go to the Super Bowl and they even lose. I really just I don't want people to look at Detroit as this is a Cinderella like team that just that, like happened to get there. Like they're a good yeah, team. They're man. good. They're a good young team i think golf is gonna stay there now which i think detroit fans are just happy with if you if you uh if you go what two games back where they were chanting his name over and over again and how he said it yep. affected him um he's bonding with that city and that city's bonding with him and uh i'm excited i'm excited i think for detroit. um a big key to the game i think is gonna be shutting down mccaffrey though 100 percent. and, and Debo is playing I know. And that's what I when I, I don't know when we were talking about the pre-show. That's something I thought about too with Detroit and the rookies that are still playing in it right now in championship games mm-hmm. versus talking strictly about the 2024 class. Right. And we were almost just as excited. I don't want to say he's quite as important, but he's close. We were almost just as excited to learn that Sam Laporta was definitely playing as the 49ers were that Debo's playing. Oh, 100%. Maybe um, more. Like, yeah. Like, we need Sam Laporta. Yeah. We need we need everybody. But that was definitely good news to hear, like, and the impact that some of these rookies have already had. Crazy. On their teams this year. Yeah. They're, and they're- Sam Laporta being one of them. They're, they're franchise. They're getting close to franchise names in their rookie season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that's yep. crazy. It really is. CJ Stroud being a quarterback makes sense, but the, the, the difference Sam Laporta has made, um, the necessity Rashi Rice was to a pathetic wide receiver crew, mm-hmm. um, the compliment and it's, it's almost an insult to call it a compliment that Jameer Gibbs was to Montgomery. I mean, that running game is fierce with the two of them behind it. Yeah. There was just, there were so many great rookie performances, and we continue to get them with only three games left in the entire season. We're still watching rookies, and we're watching them not do Sky Moors. We're watching them. Yeah. We're watching yeah. them lead their teams, which is yeah. super exciting. Rookie undrafted free agents? Yeah. Best UDFA rookie of 2023. Nominees were Amari DiMarcado, Keaton Mitchell, Jake Bobo, and Jaleel. How do you say Jaleel's last name? McClellan. Yeah, something like that. McClellan. McClellan. And let me get back to Twitter. Twitter went Keaton Mm. Mitchell. They did. Keaton Mitchell. Keaton Mitchell was Twitter's vote. And just, you know, get rid of any suspense. That was also mine. Only reason I went with Keaton Mitchell is he already beat out Justice Hill. For number three, and Dobbins and Edwards are free agents. So I figure if I wanted any of these backs, because they're all the same to me this season, to be quite honest with you, like performance wise, they were all like little flashes in the pan. But Keaton Mitchell, 
I feel like showed his upside in this in this offense, and he's in the right. He's on the right team. So I feel, I kind of just went that direction. It was a really really small fade over to Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I, I agree on Mitchell, and I feel like Dobbins is out of there unless he signs with him super cheap just to be on the team that drafted him. But mm-hmm. I think Dobbins is out of there. Maybe maybe done. Yeah, maybe honestly. done. Maybe done is right. I'm prepared um, for maybe done. Yeah, what would you even yeah. be happy to dump him for? And I'm not, don't drop him. Um, what, if somebody offered you a third, are you just going to be auto-accept at this point so you'd have something? Probably. It's kind of there, right? It depends right? on the team, yeah. If I, I feel, yeah, if I don't need a, like, because he's, he's just a flyer at this point on my roster, right? Like, if I keep him on there, he's just a flyer that something's going to happen. He's going to get that one opportunity that, that increases his value, but there are better chances that he winds up dying on your roster yeah so a third you know preferred nice early one but yeah third mm-hmm. i might uh i might pound that out after we record this just every dab and share i have like every team in the league that has a third just see if one anybody accepts they will create you'll a little that. space and you'll that third will be that. worth a little bit more yeah you'll get so i think that'll be the that'll be an easy sell um but you're not not everyone's gonna say yes can at least get Justice Hill for a third later. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with this one. I think we agree with Twitterverse here. All right. So Keaton Mitchell wins the rookie UDFA of the year. What about biggest disappointment of 2023? Otherwise known as the Will Fuller Award. I changed my sh- vote before the show. I voted on this Twitter poll for Quentin Johnston. Bryce Young and Roshan Johnson, as well as Kendra Miller, were all on this list. I ruled out Kendra Miller because I felt like these other three players had all the opportunity in the world where Kendra Miller was hurt most of the time. So he was kind of low-hanging fruit to take off for me. Roshan Johnson gave me a week here and there, and I think there's a little bit of promise in that big body. Quinton Johnson and Bryce Young is where I really, really was was debating. And I, I, when it comes to biggest disappointment, how disappointing can Bryce Young and the number one overall pick in the draft be? I, I right. had to change it from Quinton Johnson to Bryce Young for that reason alone. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I think that people are even lying to themselves a little bit on this one and um, don't want to admit that Bryce Young is quite possibly a bust. Yep. yep. And Quinton Johnson. I mean, even even in this game we play, most people play super flex. Uh, um, and in this game we play, what even with the people that liked Quentin Johnston, what they were hoping for from Bryce Young to do to like their super flex team versus uh, any wide receiver, quite honestly, is miles apart in what they would do to help you. And that's why Bryce Young was going so high in rookie drafts. Mm-hmm. And the investment that was in him in startups even versus Quentin Johnston. I mean, rookie wide receivers generally go pretty late in startups where the rookie quarterbacks just get pushed to the top automatically. Um, and I think that maybe people enjoyed having more fun making fun of Quentin Johnston than they did Bryce Young. And I think that that sticks with people a little bit. They're more comfortable with that. And I think that... Um, I think I feel like rookie fever's weighing in here. <laughs> and, yeah, a little and we bit. Might, we might have to. So let's reveal. Let's this. reveal what Twitter said because I'm not sure we did. Quinton Johnson did win, but it was 52.6 percent. 
where Bryce Young was 34.2, and you have both hosts here on Rookie Fever saying that we feel like it needs to be Bryce Young. And since I know Twitter doesn't spend as much time uh, as we do trying to come up with a good and honest answer, I think the two of us probably would outweigh this uh, 15% or 18% difference between the two players, especially when you consider that this was a thread and the votes kind of diminished as the thread continued. So yeah. we have a smaller sample size down here too, but I'll tell you what, um, they both deserve it. I mean, I was disappointed with both of them, but I just uh, I just can't imagine being more disappointed with uh, Bryce Young. I mean, I would imagine you are more disappointed with Bryce Young than, than Johnston. And even Johnston, uh, with all of his opportunities, was still like climbing a ladder with very good wide receivers. So he, his opportunity was 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 thwarted, whether we want to admit that or not, because he did he was provided through injury opportunity, but that wasn't programmed opportunity, right? We didn't know when the Chargers wanted to put him in and how like he had to be put in because he had to be put in. Like, you know, for example, if he's better slot receiver and doesn't matter, you got to play on the outside. So there's, there's for me, a lot of um, uh, mystery on, on, on like what really made Quinton Johnston bad this year. I think, I think a good deal of it was the prospect himself. I do. But uh, with Bryce Young, I have no doubt that it was his performance on the field that, that, that gave him this award for me. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. And from there, we went a ro- we went far away from individual players and went to individual game performances. And we went with four, three nominations in this category. P- Puka versus New Orleans, week 16, nine receptions for 164 yards and a touchdown. Also at 16 rushing yards on two carries. CJ Stroud versus Tampa Bay. Can't forget that game. Week nine, only halfway through his rookie season. 30 for 42, but for 470 yards and five passing touchdowns. And then we have Davon A. Chain versus Denver week three. Basically his first game on the field. I think he had a couple carries the week before. Finishes this game with 18 carries for 203 yards and two touchdowns and four for four on the reception side for 30 yards and two more touchdowns. For this reason, this is like one of those fantasy performances that you talk about for years after the player's already gone. I still remember my 50-point Doug Martin game. I think because it's that just crazy and bonkers that a running back got two receiving and two uh, rushing touchdowns, went over 200 yards in his third game ever on the field. I, I, I wanted to give it to Stroud so bad, but I had to give it to Dave on A-Chain. Yeah, man, that's a tough one for Nero. Um <laughs> <laughs> bringing back some memories there with Doug Martin. It makes you just even think about like even other, other performances like that or instances where There's something's a, a little fluky from your past yeah. that you just remember for whatever reason. Yep. Um, <sighs> <laughs> that is the sound. So of- I voted for Stroud here. I figured. Okay. You yes. Yes. You Good make vote. some solid arguments though. And even kind of make me feel like a little bit of a hater <laughs> in my vote. Um, part of it even because like you mentioned, it was pretty much like his first game. It, he, yeah. he just boom hit the field running. <laughs> Literally. And it, it was one of those performances. And he probably had more fantasy points that week than Stroud did. <laughs> so here's the thing, Fenero. I, I am kind of starting to agree with you on this and feel like maybe I voted wrong, but I feel like. At the same time, we have to give this one to Twitter just because we've kind of taken control of the last couple. Um, 
And I and I feel like Stroud's game was also like unbelievable. A yeah, great game for a rookie quarterback um, with probably more to come. Stroud Stroud had fifty point eight points in Week Nine, and our buddy Davon A Chain had forty nine point three in the week, and, that which he went is on. like a top. I think 12 performance ever from a yeah. non quarterback. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll concede. I, I Do you, agree we with call that. it a tie. <laughs> no, it's, it's, we, we got to give it here? to somebody. We got to give it to somebody. We'll, we'll go with Twitter on this one as well. I think I, I, I'm proud to give it to Stroud. Let's put it that way. All right, let's give it to Stroud. All right. You sold, sold. <laughs> <laughs> this one was much easier for me. Best rookie surprise of 2023. Who surprised us the most? Four nominees were Puka Nakua, Tank Dell, CJ Stroud, and Sam Laporta. I voted for Puka. I also voted for Puka, and it was fairly easy for me. Sam Laporta would have been second. Just did not expect I that know. from the tight end. He should have got did some not. votes here. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's close. People want to act like they weren't surprised <laughs> by that. CJ Stroud was a second overall You're pick. So I, get, smart. I get that he had an amazing season, and that is surprising. I get it, but... Pukunuku was a fifth round pick. Nobody was expecting that. You got him in the third, probably fourth, maybe even the fifth round of rookie drafts. Come on. Sam Laporta, you were drafting in the second round because you weren't surprised he was good. We're just surprised he was that good. So I had to go, I had to go Pukunukua. Like he broke multiple rookie records, drafted yeah, in the fifth yeah. round alongside Cooper Cub. It goes on and on and on and on. Um, yeah, so that's an easy one. Glad it was easy for you too. What what about your category? Most ex- most exaggerated season performance. Yeah, this one's tough. Um, A new category for this year. Very intriguing one. So first of all, this um, th- th- this one's tough. Where do I start? Okay, so we we recorded these shows. Like Finero and I have in between done the Dynasty Trades HQ show. Mm-hmm. Thanks to those guys for having us on. Um. And since we recorded this show, the Packers were eliminated from the playoffs. And I know that Finero thought about me while that was happening. <laughs> because even though you guys didn't hear it in a timely manner, Finero heard me the day before saying it could be Dobbs, it could be anybody, any day. And then that game, like, Dobbs went off. Yeah, he did. He was the man. Like. Yeah. And I, I just kind of still feel that same way about this team, whereas it's still undecided or somebody could still land there. They have like four wide receiver twos on the team. Yeah, they really and, do. Um, but that said, since we recorded, I've also like tried to like keep an open mind. And you look at Jaden Reed's stats, and there's a reason that he's also – with those top four ride receivers that we talked about at the show when it was Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, um, Rasheed Rice, and help me out, Finero. Um, oh, and Reed. That was it. And Reed. Yep, that was it. And Reed. That was four, yep. So there's a reason he's there, too. Like he, I read the stats at the top of the show. They all had great seasons. <laughs> so I, I feel – God, and you've also – made me worry a little bit more about Michael Wilson just talking and going back and forth, you know, and again, just trying to keep an open mind. I still like Michael Wilson. He's a lot cheaper than anybody here, but I feel like, I feel like I, I I feel like Twitter got this one right actually. And Jaden Reed probably didn't deserve to be on the list and probably took votes from Tajay Spears. I think, 
I actually think it might be Tajay Spears. That's who. That's that's where my vote goes here. But Jaden Reed probably doesn't belong here. And the, then you don't know where eighteen percent of those votes would have gone to. Right. So I I don't hate Kit Keaton Mitchell getting this because I think it was a little exaggerated, but also like Panero said, I think that this this Ravens backfield could be interesting moving forward to see how it actually settles, and I don't think Dobbins is going to be a part of it. So yeah, Keaton Mitchell got thirty eight point two percent of the vote, and Michael Wilson was actually pretty close to him with thirty two point four. Uh, Tajay Spears, I agree. He might be my certainly over J- Jaden Reed. So he, let's do yes. this. Mm-hmm. Keaton Mitchell or Michael Wilson, if you're voting today between those two, I'm going to just keep talking. <laughs> Keaton Mitchell. I'm, I, I'm voting. I think I'm going for Wilson. Yeah. Because, and, and I'm only going that way. He's the one I would like more too, though. But I think that people have exaggerated what he did a little bit at the end of the season there yeah. more than they have with Mitchell before he got hurt. So okay. I think that Wilson might have a little bit more of the exaggeration than Mitchell. It's a tough one for now. <laughs> the, so, the reason I went Mitchell is because people were comparing Keaton Mitchell to Davon A-Chain, who was already mm, an exaggeration. Yeah. So Davon A-Chain was an exaggeration at the position, and then they basically compared him to an exaggeration, making him a secondary exaggeration, where he was out there for like a fourth of the time and had one really big game, and now he's Davon A-Chain. Like, that just felt like exaggerated to me. Yeah, so, so with that said, we have to give it to Keaton Mitchell because we have to do the same thing. You get the votes. This might be the tightest vote, year ever. So, Keaton Mitchell. But I think Michael Wilson should be that, yeah. that one. I think they got it pretty good. That was pretty close. Yeah. All right. Then we had uh, we had an easy one. We had best rookie tight end of 2023. And um, big surprise, Sam Laporta did win this one. But in close uh, second place was Ty Teleporta Williams and Samuel L. Jackson. Pam so, supported didn't do that good. <laughs> Pam supported did not get any support. But but overall, I think we all understand that Sam Laporta is the man. I cannot wait to watch him play this weekend and hopefully next or well, not next two weekends from now. Um, what a what an amazing rookie performance that was. I, the only thing that bothers me, like I I really wanted him to just crack that a thousand yards. I mean, I know that mm. that's just being. I know that's being like this super selfish for somebody who finished where he finished, but you know, he had like, he basically had 900 yards. This is like, we got him involved a little earlier and just pumped him over that thousand yard, but 120 target swags. That's unbelievable. That's nice. That's, that's just ridiculous. So doing it out there with Amon Ra, Jared Gall, gotta like it. Gotta like it. But that was too easy. We had to go to do the of all best rookie of 2023 now was that easy for you because it was harder much much harder for me because you basically comes down to what's your criteria what makes the best rookie of 2023 was it consistency was it most points was it because he did something that no one else did at his position was it because he did something at his position that no one has ever done there's all of that here in best rookie of 2023 the nominations are cj stroud sam laporta and Puka Nakua, where'd you go there? Um, for me, and I don't, I don't want to make it sound like this was easy, but it was, and I did go CJ Stroud. And my reasoning was because of what CJ Stroud did with that team that he got drafted to, versus 
how I think a good quarterback like Matt Stafford can help his wide receivers as CJ Stroud helped his team. I think that Puka is for real. We've said that in rookie fever the entire season. Um, but I also think that he was in a great situation where CJ Stroud wasn't and CJ Stroud came out and took over. Yeah. Uh, made it to the playoffs right away. So it definitely sounds like we use similar criteria. Like I would say like closer to MVP, like most valuable player was like kind of like what was going on in my head. And obviously Puka and Laporta were incredibly valuable, but CJ Stroud led the NFL in passing yards per game, led the NFL in touchdown to inter- uh, interception ratio, which is ridiculous. You're telling me there's a rookie quarterback throwing the least interceptions in the league. In his first season, just five interceptions to be exact. League-leading QBR versus zone. Third in the league. This is a rookie. Third in the league with 66 explosive passing plays, which we love in fantasy. So he's throwing the ball deep, and we all saw that because we saw these these wide receivers that we had no idea were going to be wide receiver one weeks get the ball because he's chucking it down there and he's not getting it turned over and he's putting up points and leading his team. How hard is it for any skill position to compete with that? You know, CJ Stroud had to lead a whole group of men in the right direction. He made everybody better. So even though these other two, two names are, are spectacular, maybe some of the best we've, we've seen in, doing rookie fever from day one to be honest these two might be right up there we might have to do something like that soon where we could just say you know if we were going to do our academy award for the last five years who would have won it and i tell you sam laporta oh, would yeah. be right the hell up there yeah. with any other tight end or wide receiver any other one yep that's true yep that'd be fun. amazing class i like it that's a good idea yeah so you want to go over the winners again really quick and then yeah, we'll absolutely. get me and the news out of here you got it. So right at the top, we had rookie wide receiver that isn't Puka Nakua. The winner of that is Jordan <laughs> Addison, squeaking out Rashi Rice. Rookie running back of the year went to Jameer Gibbs. Even though I went Bijan Robinson, I can't complain with that. I said that from the beginning. Keaton Mitchell wins UDFA of the year, followed up by Bryce Young getting that Will Fuller Award for most disappointing player of 2023. Best rookie game performance went to remind me did that go to Achan or Stroud? Um, we huh. gave it to uh, Stroud. I, I we, believe Achan. I think we gave it to Achan. Achan has now won the award. If he didn't won it before, best rookie surprise of twenty twenty three was Puka Nakua. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> I think yeah. No, we we'll have to go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> most most exaggerated season uh, performance of 2023 was Keaton Mitchell getting two awards, by the way, this year. Best rookie of 2023 went C.J. Stroud straight up. And we all know Sam Laporta won tight end of the year. What I mean, what kind of wide receiver season do you have to have to get taken out of the nominations before it even yeah. happens? Like, yeah, ridiculous. It's like, nope, you can't even play. You were too nope. good. Too good. <laughs> you do not belong here. And then, and then we don't give many awards. None. <laughs> Nuka. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Artvark TV on X Twitter. We are at Rookie Fever. 
Um, this was a 2023 annual Rook Academy Awards winners, and we are out. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight Fever in the morning, fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name, and you call